This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. Five things you need to know for Thursday, February 29th, 2024. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, Ukraine. Three short items connected to the war in Ukraine. First, an M1A1 Abrams tank sent by the U.S. to Ukraine may have been destroyed for the first time. This was outside the captured city of Avdivka in the Donetsk region. We told you about the capture of that strategic city earlier. The tank reportedly taken out by either a kamikaze drone or a loitering munition launched by Russia's 15th Motorized Rifle Brigade. Now, bear in mind, this is coming from Russian state media accounts, but it does appear to be legit. Uh, Meanwhile, in an unexpected plot twist related to Ukraine and Russia, Ukraine appears to agree with the Kremlin on the cause of death for Russian dissident Alexei Navalny. Navalny, as you might remember, died suddenly. He's been blamed, Putin that is, has been blamed by Western political leaders who say that that Navalny was murdered while in prison. But General Kirill Budinov, chief of the main directorate of intelligence, basically the spy chief for Ukraine, stated to a group of journalists on Sunday, quote, I may disappoint you, but as far as we know, he indeed died as a result of a blood clot. And this has been more or less confirmed. So even the Ukrainians are saying Putin not responsible for the death of Alexei Navalny. And finally, only from Canada, a relatively minor item in an announcement from the office of Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau over the weekend regarding funding for gender transformative mine action in Ukraine is raising eyebrows. This press release was sent out Saturday, mentions $3 billion in financial and military support to Ukraine in 2024, but it outlines a number of smaller targeted initiatives. One of these titled Gender Inclusive Demining for Sustainable Futures in Ukraine with a budget line item of $4 million. Quote, project activities include conducting non-technical surveys and subsequent manual clearance in targeted communities, providing stakeholder capacity building to key national stakeholders, and establishing a gender and diversity working group to promote gender transformative mine action in Ukraine. What exactly is gender transformative mine action? Are the mines going to be gender transformed? Or are they sending money to Ukraine so that more transgender people will get blown up trying to clear minefields? What does gender have to do with any of this? Only from Canada. We are not a serious society. Topic number four, Google's Bud Light moment. Google's AI product Gemini has been widely criticized over the last couple of weeks as uh, a failure, overtly racist, by which I mean uh, discriminatory against the predominantly white, nominally Christian culture that produced it. Some of its answers are even worse than simple racism. For example, the chatbot refuses to condemn pedophilia, and when asked who's worse, Adolf Hitler or Elon Musk, responded, there is no right or wrong answer. That almost sounds like legally actionable, if you ask me. Anyway, Google has been in damage control mode ever since news came out, claiming that Gemini may not always be reliable, as if somehow that explains it away. But an astronomer at the University of Washington, Mario Jurek, who claims to know some of the people working inside Google, posted to X yesterday an explanation of why that excuse just doesn't hold any water, pointing out that Google's text-only product, its search engine, 
has the same woke issues as Gemini, if not worse. And then Jurek adds, quote, if you know a bit about how these models are built, you know you don't get these incorrect answers through one-off innocent mistakes. Gemini's outputs reflect many, many full-time equivalent years of labeling efforts, training, fine-tuning, prompt design, QA verification, all iteratively guided by the team who built it. You can also be certain that before releasing it, many people have tried the product internally, that many demos were given to senior project managers and vice presidents, that they all thought it was fine, and that they all ultimately signed off on the release, end quote. He's right. A company as well-funded and staffed as Google did not release Gemini to the world before it was ready. They put it out there because inside their echo chamber, they thought this was just fine. Now, we could just ignore this and say, oh, well, this is just another example of Silicon Valley and it's just um, insane wokeness. But consider the way Google shapes our perception of reality. I mean, the name of the company has become a verb. You don't search the internet for something, you Google it. And, for example, if you're searching for a plumber, you're probably going to go with one of the first few results that show up. If the plumber up the block from you is on the third or fourth page of search results, he might as well not even exist as far as you're concerned. And now consider how deeply embedded in our education system Google is through Google's free office tools and the supply of inexpensive Chromebooks to students. And you see, it is shaping the perception of reality by um, a, a whole generation of kids who've never known a world without Google. At least this disaster is hitting Google and its parent company Alphabet where it hurts. Alphabet's value on the stock market tanked by about $70 billion earlier this week as investors began to realize that this is important enough. It's Bud Light moment that people may stop using Google products altogether. Topic number three, end of an era. Senate Majority Leader, or Minority Leader now, actually, Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky stepping down as Senate GOP leader in November. That's after a record 17 years at the helm. McConnell's 82 years old, has got a rather tense relationship with Donald Trump. He's the only major congressional Republican not to endorse Trump for president. Despite their rocky relationship, at least credit McConnell and Trump for getting three justices on the Supreme Court, although they're maybe not as conservative as we would like them to be or as critics thought they might be certainly better than uh, who we would have gotten from a Hillary Clinton presidency. Meanwhile, Americans for Prosperity, which is an organization founded by billionaires Charles and David Koch, has withdrawn financial support for Nikki Haley, recognizing that Haley is not likely to go anywhere with her presidential campaign. Americans for Prosperity basically admitting that Trump will not only be the Republican nominee, but may very well be president once again after November or January of next year, actually. So the group is dropping back to uh, focus on Senate and congressional power systems, figuring if they can't control the president, they will at least control Congress and block Trump from executing his America first agenda. Topic number two, fire in Texas. Rather important wildfires in Texas threatening a nuclear weapons facility in Carson County. It was evacuated early Wednesday due to the fire in the area. This is in Pantex, about 17 miles northeast of Amarillo. It's been the main site for the US, uh, in the U.S. for the dismantling of atomic bombs since 1975. 
Coming up, uh, you knew this day was coming. A Chicago police officer has filed a lawsuit demanding the right to change his race. I'll explain that and good news for you if you've not yet signed up for Skywatch TV's virtual conference straight ahead on 5 and 10. Well, let me take this occasion right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the Blood Alliance special offer. This amazing opportunity includes the brand new book, Blood Alliance, the attack on Yeshua's threshold covenant and its impact on you in the midst of our prophetic times by best-selling author, Messianic Rabbi Zev Porat that details the current day diabolical influence of the biblically identified Chaldean spirit. The false counterfeit threshold covenants Lucifer is planning to use to deceive millions of Christians in the days ahead what the Old and New Testament has to say about the temple on the Temple Mount, what the Sabbath really is, and how the Threshold Covenant brings it to life. But we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes Zev Porat's all-time best-selling book, Unmasking the Chaldean Spirit, which details his stunning supernatural conversion from a deeply orthodox Jewish man to faith in Jesus Christ as Messiah as he faced literal demonic manifestations, temptations of great wealth to denounce his faith in Yeshua, yet through it all he pressed on with a glowing zeal for the Word of God and the people of Israel. But that's not all. This unbelievable collection also includes best-selling author Carl Gallup's book, The Rabbi, The Secret Message, and the Identity of Messiah, which reveals how Israel's most venerated Orthodox rabbi, Yitzhak Kaduri, came face-to-face with the true Messiah and said that it was Jesus, all while efforts by global media and powerful elites to cover up this broad-sweeping, stunning revelation totally collapsed. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of six Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. So act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity right now, but it's available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Blood Alliance special offer. Item number one today, policing, gender, and race. In Chicago, a police officer suing the city to change his race on official records after the department said it would allow officers to change their gender legally to match their identity. 43-year-old Muhammad Youssef said in a federal civil rights lawsuit filed last week he's looking to change from Caucasian to Egyptian and African-American. Chicago PD not allowing him to make that change. Now, this may sound silly, but there's really a serious reason for this. Youssef is of Egyptian ancestry. But when he joined the force 20 years ago, that was not an option. On the form at the time, he thought, well, this is just a clerical annoyance. But in the years since, and in his lawsuit, he claims that despite scoring in the top tier of promotional exams, he's been passed over repeatedly because Chicago Police Department's promotional exam system particularly benefits minority candidates, even if they don't score well on those exams. They look at his results, see that he's Caucasian, and he gets passed over for promotion. The sad thing is that it's taken the Chicago Police Department's decision to allow officers to 
change gender to bring this lawsuit to court because at least from a scientific and genetic basis there's more justification for changing one's race and official records than changing one's gender which is not to be offensive but frankly it is just make-believe and yet according to a report from the state of north carolina they may soon be training future police officers there that there are 68 different terms for gender again no scientific or logical basis well today the uh, virtual conference from skywatch tv countering the darkness has launched if you haven't signed up yet good news you can still sign up for the next three months and when you do you still get 90 days access to all of the content from the moment you sign up so you haven't missed any time so please take advantage of this 90 days access if you've already signed up it begins today if you don't sign up until tomorrow next week the week after that time period begins when you sign up and you watch on your schedule watch the order you choose when you're available it's not streaming out on a schedule so if you have to go to the store or you got to go to work you don't miss anything watch it when it's convenient for you the benefit of a virtual conference this of course features tom horn's last presentation recorded last fall before he became ill but um, you've got two dozen cutting-edge presenters uh, my talk is on hamas molech and armageddon virtual conference uh, we'll hope it doesn't get us canceled uh, I've done that once to another ministry, sadly, on a similar topic. Anyway, uh, you can take advantage of this right now. And as a free bonus, you get access to all six Skywatch Films feature-length documentaries. Information and registration is at DefenderConference.com. That's DefenderConference.com. Our conversation with Messianic Rabbi Zev Porat about his book Blood Alliance continues this week. This is an ancient practice in the ancient Near East. It's uh, biblical the blood on the lintels in Egypt that caused the Passover of the Angel of Destruction. Um, how does it relate to us today? It is still relevant. Zev Porat, joined by his good friend, Pastor Carl Gallops, our good friend as well. Sharon and I were honored to be a part of the panel for this discussion. And you can watch the show right now, plus last week's program, if you didn't see it yet, at skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always at the website. You can also catch it right now at our Roku or Apple TV channels. If you watch over the air, one of our Christian Television Network uh, affiliates, you can uh, see the broadcast schedule at uh, skywatchtv.com slash channels. It's also available right now to stream at Rumble, rumble.com slash skywatchtv, youtube.com at skywatchtvnow, or better yet, get our free mobile app for smartphone or tablet that guarantees we never get canceled because it comes directly from the Christian company that hosts the content to your device. And then from there, you can use Google's Chromecast or Apple's AirPlay to cast the video to your smart TV wirelessly. Fairly simple procedure anymore. They're really making it easy, even for us technically challenged folks. Um, you can get it uh, right now for iOS, Android, Amazon, Kindle Fire devices, and we have links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert. This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.